0: Welcome to Here's What You Do, an advice podcast from an optimist, a pessimist, and a nihilist who managed to start a company together. And even that decision took a few years. I'm Steven. I've been called an optimist, but I prefer passionate. Gross. I'm Ryan. I've been called a pessimist, but I prefer pragmatic. And I'm Shane. I've been called a nihilist, but I prefer existentially
1: grounded. As always, we're gonna be answering three questions anonymously submitted by you. If you'd like to submit some questions, email us at hwydpod at gmail.com or stop by patreon.com slash
0: watcher. Today's questions are about, or today's topics rather, are phone anxiety, morning routines, and how long to wait to start dating again after a breakup.
2: I need some advice right now, guys. Wait, what? What? Yeah, we're getting right into it. I drank a glass of water before we started recording, did not yeah. use the bathroom, Uh-oh. and now I have to pee. Well, uh, you can go use
1: the bathroom and Ryan and I will probably find a way to fill time. Yeah, you could do that.
2: We'll fill time while you fill the bowl. How's that sound? <laughs> <I'm>, Yeah, <laughs> I feel uncomfortable now because of the way you said that. Uh, I'm gonna hold it and I, uh, we'll, we'll see how far I go here. All right, it's well, kind of messed I mean, up. Can, I think that's yeah,
0: it, it, bad for you, but.
2: Yeah, you can Isn't just, it good to like you know? stretch out your bladder sometimes? No, it's not. I don't think so.
0: Really? I don't think that's true. No. I don't know where you heard that. I, I can't understand. imagine it's good. Um, I guess you could like uh, say exercise. you're building the tolerance of your bladder, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. If you, if you have to pee, just find the nearest bathroom or in your case, okay. the nearest pile of clothes. <laughs> hey,
2: hey, hey, hey. <laughs> 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 we brought it right back. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> Okay, uh, let's get right into it so that I can pee uh, after this. Okay. No, you know what? Before we
1: get into it, let's just chill and enjoy each <laughs> <No>. other's company. Oh <laughs> See what I'm doing, Ryan? I'm drawing it out so little Stevie
0: yeah. can't go pee. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're, you're doing the road trip game where yeah, someone in the car right. has to pee, and then you torture them.
1: <laughs> Steven, this is uh, karma for you peeing on someone's clothes. It now might you're be. Gonna, now you're going to have to pee on
2: your own clothes uh, against your own will. You the ultimate have to iron. You pee your pants. If I pee item. on my clothing in this episode, is that retribution for what I've done in the past?
0: Yeah, I think Maybe. so. Yeah, I think so, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm once not doing we, it. I don't I'm even
1: know how it. we look at our metrics on our listeners, but once we hit, what, I don't know, 100,000 listeners, Steven, will you <laughs> yeah
0: piss your pants? <laughs> <laughs>
2: the Stephen piss your pants challenge. <laughs> here's, here's what we will do. If we get to hundred million subscribers. Sure. On watcher. I will piss all over my own clothing.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Very funny to hear you say the piss word. I don't know why. Yeah.
0: The Steven
1: and piss is your a pants bad word? is so good. No, it's like a Not it's yet. like a, you know, it's like training wheels for swearing the piss right 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 naughty, right. naughty yeah. word. That's what it is. It's piss a is, piss. This this is a fun word though, you know, cuz uh, you'd probably get in trouble for saying it in you know, in, in grade school or something, if you were like, That's hey, true. teach, yeah. I got a piss, they, they'd probably yeah. say, well, <laughs> don't say that, but
0: it, you're not going to get arrested Hey, buddy, when you're it. wrapping this up, I got to go take a leak. <laughs> <laughs> Does that you talk to your teacher in that accent? I got to go drain the vein, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right,
2: let's get into uh, it, guys.
1: Yeah, okay. I guess I'm starting again, even though I started last week. This is a... Uh, They said to use their real name. I'm not gonna do that to you, Emily. Uh, Hey bros, really enjoy the pod. I would like some advice about how to combat phone anxiety. I don't Mm. typically have a problem talking on the phone to friends and family, but I get super stressed out about it in a work situation. I used to have a work from home job a couple years ago when I was on the phone all day with business owners, setting up computers and printers remotely. And oftentimes the folks I would talk to would be incredibly rude and disrespectful to me while I was trying to help them. I did, end up, I did end up leaving that job because it was so awful. And now I am in more of a data entry position, but I don't want to stay here forever. I want to find a job that is more like a receptionist or admin assistant. But a lot of those jobs require using the phone a lot. <laughs> and I don't even end up applying because I still have so much anxiety about it. Any tips on how I can get over my fear of talking on the phone in professional settings? Thanks so much. Skelly Barthamore is who Wait, this is Wait, why aren't from. you
0: using her name?
1: Yeah. She said... Uh, I said her name up top and now I'm also giving her a fake name for fun. Well, her name mm-hmm. is
0: Emily and I think you should respect it.
1: Uh, my notes here say her name is Skelly. So, agree to disagree. I, uh, You know, I picked this one because I feel like it's a uh, a thing a lot of people have. Um, mm-hmm. you could, and actually, maybe it's more frequent nowadays in a world where talking on the phone is uh sort of a thing of a bygone era who needs to talk on the phone anymore i mean if you want to you can email anybody all the time and it's it's like not a big deal or true. i do have a bit
0: of phone panic sometimes the other day uh mari and i ordered postmates and i completely forgotten about it and uh, now my phone does this thing where when i get a phone call from a spam caller it will actually say potential spam on the phone which is very Mm -hmm. helpful but sometimes i'm feeling a little like a little funny man. And I'll answer the phone in a funny voice. Sure. And what happened this time is we were on the couch. It said potential spam on it. I answered it and I went, hello. (laughs) (laughs) And then on the other end, it said, hi, did you guys order Postmates? And I was like, (laughs) and I realized in that moment, uh oh, this is not a spam caller. This is the Postmates I ordered and I have to interact with this guy now, but I can't change my voice because then he'll pee in my food. So I have no, to pretend for, Well, for the record, I don't think he would have done that. Well, he would have uh not he would have taken a uh, taken issue I think with being meddled with when he's just doing his job. Yeah. Uh you don't want to mess with somebody who's handling your food. Is the golden rule of life, I would say. Agreed. So, maybe I had maybe no... value and respect them even. Well, you know, Shane, this that's rich coming from the guy who r- routinely tells uh <laughs> tells uh <laughs> spam callers that he's going to call the police well that's different and
1: we'll get into that in a second
0: uh the thing is i had no choice but to continue doing the voice through the very <laughs> yeah. mundane transaction of like okay then i'll meet you by the call box if you could just uh drop the food right there and i'll meet you out uh now there's a glass door and if you could just stand behind it i will um i'll see you in a couple minutes and Mari was sitting next to me and she was just shaking her head in disappointment. You sound uh, and a she was bit embarrassed. like Mickey Mouse. There's like a little bit of a <laughs> And I was so embarrassed when I walked out there. Thank God we're now in an era right now. This is the one positive that's come of this, this one interaction that we're wearing masks because it masked my identity, uh, which he'll now, if he listens to this podcast, he'll know it was me. I walked out and uh, he saw me and uh, I was like, thank you. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, see thank you, see you later. <laughs> bye-bye, yum-yum, uh, bye-bye now, yum-yum, my, my tum-tum. I can't wait to eat this and poop.
1: Something uh, happened uh, similar to me when I was in uh, England last year. I had spent the whole time, you know how you just sort of absorb an accent when you're around people a lot? Yeah, a little yeah. bit, yeah. There's a lilt to the way they speak that just mm, sort of yes,
0: infuses, yes. but at you one point- You know who point, does that I, to me is Matt Rial. Sometimes I- Matt Rial's cadence sometimes slips off into mine when I'm around him for too long. I noticed on unsolved trips I'll often trail off with my sentences a little he bit more than a I lot, usually yeah. do. Like, you know, well, it's funny you say that.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. Well,
0: yeah, it's funny you say that. He also what? does that like discerning mm-hmm. frown a lot, sort of hmm. Mm. And then after that, when you ask him, What did you just say? He'll go, hmm? Yeah. Like you're the crazy person. Uh, I love you, Matt
1: Rial. Yeah. But i uh, um, but when I was me. In uh, London at one point I was in a coffee shop and I ordered a flat white but they said what would you like and I said a flat why? Uh, <laughs> not. And then I realized well for the rest of this exchange I can't say words because that barely sounded like an that sounded like a bad English accent. You, <laughs> and I can't say more words uh so he would he was like uh, do you want it for, uh, for here to go? And I was like, hey, to go, to
0: go. <laughs> so he was you like, turned to Mickey blue eyes.
1: Yeah. So then fun. I just started going like, yeah, yeah, no, no. That's... Like I just grunts, <laughs> grunts and nods. Um, so you
0: interacted with this barista, like an alien who had binge watched Dr. Who to find out yeah, how basically. humans interact.
1: Yeah, uh, it was no good. Um, <laughs> anyway, phones, man. Yeah. So yeah. I I, uh, picked this because I do have a lot of phone anxiety uh, Mm. or I used to. Yeah. Um, I still don't care to call people but I remember when I got right out of college I had a job. It was for like this corporate video place and I was the... uh, young one there and they just sort of put me on the phones a lot you know i edited a lot but they also it was a really small company so they were like can you Mm. also just answer the phones and be like a receptionist person for us i was like yeah sure yeah and uh that kind of trial by fire is is great and maybe it helped that it was a very small production company um in the chicago suburbs that's probably goes a long way if you if you threw me on the phones for like a an LA
0: executive where they're like, like oh, holding for
1: Mr. Bergara, just a
0: moment. Or like Ryan Murphy or something, a more yeah. famous Hollywood God. executive executive than Ryan. That's brutal. Maybe that's yeah.
1: the big takeaway here. At least you're not at least you're not Ryan Murphy's assistant. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, that would, that I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's there's it sounds like that might not be the line of work for you, but mm. uh you know, there is definitely you can dull yourself to it, I think. A lot of it is just sort of figuring out what your phone voice is.
0: Yeah, I think you can dull yourself to it. There is, obviously you're on you're on the phone with another human being, so keep that in consideration. But you can start to make the phone calls transactional in that like there is a routine to them. There's certain things you're gonna have to say over and over again. And like anything with life, it comes down to reps, I think. Yeah, The more reps you put into something, the more comfortable you get, the more becomes muscle memory. And slowly but surely you'll get over your anxiety, but there is a bit of a hill you're gonna have to climb in the beginning and that's fine.
1: And at the same time, you may never get over that hill. Some people just despise Mm -hmm. that and are never comfortable
0: with that. So it's like
1: maybe worth giving it a shot for a bit. I would say after like a month or two of being on the phones, I was like, ah, who gives a shit? Same same goes with like when I worked uh, in like customer service, people will be rude. You sort of have to realize that people will be rude no matter what. I was that's like true. the friendliest uh, person to talk to behind a register and people were still monsters to me. And I was like, well, what are you gonna do about it? I'll just smile at them, which usually made them angrier. And yeah. I thought that was very
0: funny. Um, yeah, psychologically, that's that is, that is, uh, that fact. That when you're angry at another human and they smile at you, it infuriates you. That's, that's psychologically it. proven.
1: It really? really cracks
0: me up. Also, I'd like to just defend myself on
1: the spam call front. And maybe, honestly, maybe spam calls are a good way to to desensitize yourself to this. Start answering when they call. You know what? I've, I used to really delight in telling people, hey, please remove me from your call list. I don't care for this. But then there was like this spam renaissance, like what, like two to four years ago? Where suddenly... Yeah. All, everybody's numbers were all out there and I just suddenly, now it's actually piped down a little bit, but for a few years there, like I would get at least was lot. one to five calls a day, if not me more. Me too, yeah, me um, too. And so after a while, because some of them were so blatantly scams, they'd be like, yeah. oh, uh, we've detected, this is, it would be like an automated voice, like a robot voice, it would be like, this is, Apple Macintosh company calling to tell you your Apple account has been hacked and we need your social security number. So I would just get in the habit of getting on the phone with them and trying to keep them on the phone for as long as possible. Because like if I'm doing that and I'm helping them, I'm helping other people by taking up their time really for as long as I can, it's a funny little game. But the thing is, they used to just sort of get mad and hang up, but not, now, a days they uh they swear at you and they call you really uh vulgar things. Um and once they realize that you're just uh, stringing them along, suddenly they're like f- you f- your mother go f- Yourself rotten, hell. Whoa!
2: Whoa! Jesus Christ! Whoa! You have an explicit warning for this podcast, by the way. Well,
0: I think it's already on there. Here's the thing: you know, I, the I will, I, I will, I will also say I do have some some fun at the expense of telemarketers and spammers. Yeah. I, and I will also put in the disclaimer that yes, that is a human on the other end of the line. Uh, but maybe I'm just not that good of a guy. I think it's very funny. And,
1: <laughs> and I mean, it is a human, but they're also they're you know,
0: also they're not they're in like, a great line of work. No, their their job is to annoy and scam people. So I, uh, yeah,
1: they're trying to steal people's uh, you know social security numbers. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Prevention. You know what?
0: You're right. You're right. I don't have to so, feel bad about that. If it's I do weird, put on a response. Mickey Mouse voice, or if I put on a voice like,
2: Hi, how's it going? <laughs> Hello."
1: I usually Hi. do an old person voice. I don't think it's very convincing, but I'm usually like, uh, "Oh, another fun <laughs> thing to do is they're like, we've noticed that you're at your uh iPhone has been used in these countries and they'll be Mm. like and they always list like numerous credit cards they'll be like if you have a visa or MasterCard or American (laughs) Express we've detected fraud so a fun thing to do is if they're like well we we picked up that it was being used in like Amsterdam have you been there recently I always go you know what I yes I was there (laughs) except I don't have any credit cards I use Diners Club so. Yeah, yeah, you just—it's fun. It's a good time. I encourage everyone to do it. I think the spam spams are dying down, dying down. Yeah,
0: it's. Uh, I actually don't care. I I don't have the patience you have to string them along. So I, um, I just use it to just get out any kind of frustration by doing a funny voice, and they usually hang up immediately. Fun to do funny so. voices. Um, it's always. I don't fun know do why funny, you guys are picking voice. up the phone for these spam calls. It's fun. Calls. I mean, most of the time he, yeah. I don't do it, but sometimes I do. Uh, and one the time i did it the other day i ended up talking to a postmate like mickey mouse uh and that was not my intention but i had to live in it anyways yeah you you, like shane says you may find out you're you're not you're not uh for the phone game in which case you just you know run over your phones with like a car or
2: something I'll, i'll just give my advice real brief on this i definitely had phone anxiety before what i would do if i were you and what i did before was i actually literally wrote out sentences that i would say on the phone For phone calls. So, and I would write out whole conversations. So, like, if if I know that I'm gonna get all the calls about people who want to talk to my boss, I'll write out the words of what I would say to them. If they say, hey, can I speak with Mr. blah, 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 or Mrs. blah, blah, blah? Um, I'll be like, okay, uh, yes, give me a moment, yada, yada. That way, that helps you to visualize what you're saying and also Mm -hmm. gives you something to fall back on if you're like having too much anxiety to think about what you need to say. So, I actually did that before and it helped a lot. Um, well, you're like a you're like a young Jordan Belfort. I don't know who that is. He's a
0: guy. He's from The Wolf of Wall Street. He's the guy who wrote out scripts for all his employees on the phone to sell them penny stocks. Is that guy your hero, Ryan? No, it's from the Martin Scorsese film. Yeah, I know. Scorsese, Scorsese, Scorsese. Scorsese. G- you're right. That's
2: what it is. <laughs> you're right. You nailed it. Yeah, because uh, I mean, this person doesn't. It doesn't seem like. It's weird because they having this anxiety, but they really want a job that has that role as a key component of it, mm. right? Like I wanna be an administrative assistant and like 50% of that job is phone conversation. So yeah, I just find that true. strange. So, I mean, if that's what you want, then that's that's all I got for you.
0: I'm sure that's just like a means to an end. Like there's pro- they're probably working up the ladder by being an administrative assistant and it, it is, kind of shitty to work your way up to the the ladder in most jobs that you have to have these ground level positions that are usually associated with phones. And if you have phone anxiety, I could see why you would have anxiety in general, because that's a scary thing to have to overcome. That's like I said, you're going to have to have some reps. Maybe just uh, start just dialing numbers on your phone, start calling up random people um, and just be like, Hey, how's it going? It's me. You know, Emily. What up?
1: How you been? What's new, sis? Stuff like that. What? You
0: don't remember me? from the thing. You know, I think a couple years ago, the, the luncheon.
1: And turn out on them, uh, now turn I'm the not, tables on them. I'm not trying to bank too much on my whole, oh, he's a nihilist thing. Um, but, <laughs> uh, you know, we're all gonna be dead one day. So who cares about <laughs> a phone call, you know? I know it's, it's sort of lazy to bring that up as a refrain, but it really grounds me
0: a lot to That's think true. about like,
1: well, who, who gives a shit about a phone call? You know,
0: you'll probably forget yeah. it in a week or two. It is also very fun that our resident nihilist is cosplaying as Edward Furlong from Terminator 2. Yeah. I don't remember <laughs> any of his lines from that movie, otherwise I'd say one right now because <laughs> you look exactly like him right now. <laughs> Let me look him the, up. The headband, the green jacket and the shirt under. What was Arnold like? Was he a nice guy?
1: Yeah, he's super chill. It's me Edward so. Furlong.
0: <laughs> Thumbs up to
1: great big guys. Guy. Yeah, I guess I do kind of look that,
0: like him. That's for the YouTube uh, viewers there. For the listeners, he, he he's a dead ringer right now for him, except for the mustache.
1: Actually, wait, 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 hang on. I know this is a visual bit, so it... yeah, yeah. There you go, dude. Oh, oh, oh. I just want to play arcade games
0: with my friend.
1: <laughs> Am I <laughs> nailing it? Yeah, I guess he didn't have a mustache because he was a little boy, but yeah. <laughs>
0: And then you say, buzz off, man. <laughs> Eat shit, robot. <laughs>
1: Hasta la vista,
0: baby. <laughs> oh yeah, he's the one that taught him that, right? He's the one that he ta- teaches the Terminator cool phrases. Wait, Steven, have you seen Terminator 2? I have not, no.
1: Wait, <sighs> but Steven, have you seen Terminator 1? I think so. Wait, what?
0: That's, that's actually rare. That's rare. That's, you know, that's the first franchise A I could think of. Ago. Where most people have seen the second one but haven't seen the first yeah that's it's a rare true. phenomenon and it it exists only for that franchise and maybe ace ventura i um
1: i avoided the first one for a very long time because it always just kind of creeped me out and then oh, it's scary well like a, a couple of years ago my good friend alex lawson um pointed out to me he's like yeah i'm a real i've just really come around to it it's just really like dirty like 80s greasy dirty and i was like it's really dirty yeah it's <laughs> like you know what i see the appeal of where he's coming from i think in the 90s uh and like early 2000s the 80s were like it was kind of it was kind of like tacky like mm. to
0: yes yeah
1: but now yeah. there's like been a now i can appreciate it with a lot of time where i'm like yeah i, I kind of like the
0: aesthetic going on there
1: it's, it's also, also a really t- solid film it's good
0: it's a good movie, uh, Linda Hamilton. Great, yeah. great switch of character there, based on the second one. Anyways,
1: mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Anyway, th- phones are tough. Terminator Two kicks ass. It does. Next question.
2: By the way, should we read a YouTube comment? Because I know we we read some reviews last week. Let's do let's do a YouTube comment real quick. Right in the middle. Holy shit. Right in the middle. We're breaking format. Ryan, you always got to point out when we break the rules here. Well, you know what? Um, it's, someone's got to be the arbiter. Well, this is, this is very appropriate. It comes from the writing the perfect email signature video. It Mm. comes from Pizza Castella and pizza says, Ryan, why are you like this? You know, uh, if I could answer that, I wouldn't be like this.
0: So it's kind of an existential thing, you know? Got him! tell that pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. now I'm certainly hungry for pizza and I'm gonna order it for dinner on Postmates, and I'm gonna do a funny voice in my phone. And it's gonna be like- (laughs) I'd like some pepperoni. Hey, I didn't order no pizza, what you talking about, huh? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you
2: could just leave it in the mailbox. (laughs) Just leave that za in the box. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all right, <laughs> next question. Something comes from our friend. Wait, wait, wait. Shut up. Wait, in, oh, did you guys?
1: Oh. Sorry, sorry Stephen. No. Did you guys ever know that trick where you could like push certain buttons on a payphone and then hang up and then it would ring? No. Yeah, it was great. That's a great trick. It didn't work on all of them, but it worked sometimes. <laughs> so sorry, I don't, know why I, I don't know why. I don't know why, dude. Huh? The Chris Farley show segment. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's a fun thing. I wanted to know how common it was. You guys ever see Avatar? <laughs> Pretty good, cool movie. It is good. It's a good movie. Okay, all right. You know, this you know, wait, from... you know I'll say this no, though. Okay. Sorry, Steven. Sorry to interrupt. I tried <laughs> I to rewatch. Guys. <laughs> I tried to rewatch Avatar recently,
0: and this <laughs> yeah. is real, and. I was, you know, I was vibing with it for a little bit. The, you know, to be clear, the, we're talking about the live action motion picture starring Zoe Saldana and Sam Worthington. That's right. And Jamie, I'll say this. Cameron's movie. Yeah.
1: From the jump, Sam Worthington, terrible actor, zero
0: gravitas. Oh, really? Coming for Sam.
1: Well, he sucks. Um, oh, Jesus. but um, and I And I was going with it for a little bit and I was like, all right, I'm in for the ride. And then about like 20 minutes into the movie, maybe 30 minutes, Sigourney Weaver becomes blue. And yes, 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 she's wearing like her avatar is wearing like these basketball shorts. And it seems like James Cameron is really trying to sell you on the sexiness of Sigourney Weaver's avatar. And I had to walk away from it. I was like, I don't want to do this. This, She looks too creepy. (laughs)
2: All right, let's move on. Next question comes from our friend via email. So to be safe, I'm going to give you a anonymous name. And your name is going to be. Steven, a, a tip for future weeks. Just write down a
0: name before we start recording. No! Or you could go with whatever noise fun. you just made. Sounded like yeah. air
2: language from here. Yeah, Paddington. Could, the, could the name just be. Your name is or... Gurgle Gurgle Bum Bum.
0: Okay.
1: Again, I just really advise writing down a name.
2: You could still write down a random name. No, it's still... I think you should keep
0: doing it this way. I like this
2: way. Okay. Gurgle. Gurgle, bum, I wrote it down, there you go. Hey, fellas, I work as a cashier at a nursery clan store, not a baby store, and Fun. shifts start at 8 a.m. Yeah. I try to get up early every morning to get things done, but because my girlfriend slash life partner usually gets home mm-hmm. around nine, I go to bed around 10 to 10.30 so we can actually spend some time together. Mm-hmm. I wake up at six and feel horribly groggy and unproductive when I want to be having a small breakfast and studying animation. Are there any morning routine activities that help you feel more awake? Or is there a good way to schedule your time and be motivated to stick to your plans when you've just woken up and feel like you need to sleep a few more hours? In nineteen eighty, Las Vegas hospital workers were suspended for betting on when patients would die, Come Jesus up, Lucas. That's I mean, good.
0: Within the, the, the theme of the city, how give them that. They they committed to theme.
2: That's good. So, you I'm could say that my... was a bit of a gamble. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, I'm going to give my answer here. Uh, I, <laughs> I'd i wager that was a bad idea. <laughs> they didn't really cash in on that one. Such a such a nasty man. <laughs> so <laughs> this is going to be forever known as the episode that just was pure torture for me. This is a great, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to watch this back and be like, Steven. Is in pain. He's in serious pain right now.
0: Oh, yeah. I totally forgot you have to. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I wasn't even doing it on purpose. We were just having fun chatting. It feels like you, you are doing it on happen. purpose. No, I wasn't. Um, listen, I'm going to go back to this uh, question. <laughs> I myself have kind of the body, not even the, this doesn't make any sense. I am a baby. I need the sleep of you a baby. The- you have the body of a baby, is what you were <laughs> going say. I that. That's what he says. I have the sleep schedule of a baby. I need sleep. It's horrifying. <laughs> and I wish Steven I, could, with the baby I body could do more in my life. Reckon, but yeah. the thing that stops me is sleep. I need <laughs> <Yeah>. at least <laughs> eight and a half... Over hours of sleep a day, a night to be productive. So I totally understand where you're coming from <clears throat> uh, gurgle gurgle bum, bum. And uh, you just gotta gurgle, know gurgle, gurgle, yourself bum, bum, groggy. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> ca- can your partner wake up earlier and you guys both sleep later? I mean, both sleep earlier. Is that a possibility? Uh, is there just gonna be days where you don't spend that time with your uh, girlfriend at night? You could just go to sleep. You know, um, because you're going to find yourself in very, very groggy, frustrating situations if you don't get your <clears> sleep. <throat> and just the human, bi- the human body needs sleep. There's nothing I can tell you to do other than just get more sleep. Sorry. Or maybe nap. I don't know. I, I, it's just you're in a bad situation and uh, you got to have a little bit of a compromise here.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, look, I'm not a much of a morning person either. So I guess uh, what I do is the first thing I do when I wake up. Now I'm going to sound like one of those st- uh, stupid Vanity Fair videos. when uh, a yeah. thing I do in a day! I wake up. Do you up, like grapefruit? <laughs> I have a freshly cut grapefruit by my bed every morning, and then I rub it on my forehead. <laughs> uh, it squeeze I squeeze uh, it into my eyes. <laughs> uh what i do uh is i do browse my phone to like remind like emails and stuff to try and remind myself what i have to do that of that day and then i'll usually try and exercise after that because exercise does wake me up uh but to be honest a lot of mornings i don't wake up on time to do uh any exercise (laughs) so uh I, i wake up a lot of mornings just groggy so uh, I, I don't know what I was going for there in terms of that advice. But in, in a perfect world, when I do actually execute the waking up uh, and then exercising, I, I, I do feel great. Though there is a crash at about, at about 2 p.m. 2 p. That's brutal. Um, also, uh, morning showers sometimes help as well, just sitting there letting the shower I'm gonna to cut you off
2: two. here. I'm sorry, I really have not been able to pay attention to this entire pot. I'm gonna just go pee because it's just Please getting do. unbearable.
0: Yeah. While,
1: while he's going, we can fill some time here. Um, yeah, Ryan, when Steven said uh, he has a baby body, um yeah, it reminded me of this old website, uh, which I think is defunct now, but if you do a Google search for it, uh you'll still see a bunch of images from it. It's this um website called What's it? it was called Man Babies, and it was <laughs> photos of fathers with their infant sons, and people would always just switch their heads, yeah um, yeah. I'm gonna, I'll just paste it. Well, you can just do a Google image search for man babies. One yeah, I'm word. looking at man. <laughs> Aren't they good? It that was so good. It was my favorite website. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I encourage the, our listeners to really just do a Google image search for man babies and just delight. I could first scroll through these really for great. hours
0: uh, with the, the guy with the shades. You know, there's a guy there's an older gentleman and he's like balding and has like you know like a, a fully white beard <laughs> and greeting glasses and it's just here's the thing that's disturbing about it is they shrink the head of the adult man yeah. to a baby size yeah. and enlarge sure the baby's head which is more horrifying to a, yeah. an adult male size uh and i don't know why i didn't think about how that would be so disturbing to see a baby head so large it's pretty genius
1: because uh the lighting is obviously identical, so it just you know, it
0: just works. Well, here's—I was thinking that they would have the the adult head on a baby's body, and the head would look enormous, like a bobblehead. So oh, I was picturing Stephen Lim walking around, you know, like knocking stuff over, falling over, because his head was too big. Yeah. Uh, but this is this is Farmer. Oh my God! <laughs> just look up man babies. Just just Google it. It's 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 very just. Dist- oh my God, the Mister Bean one. Thanks for waiting, Funny. guys.
2: Oh hey Steven. Fine.
0: Oh you're back. Hey. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah I, and I,
2: babies. Yeah. Man, that was the most. Um, oh. Didn't that didn't last that long. That.
0: Yeah. I have a small bladder. Oh, I do too. But boy, sometimes I'll pee for like two and a half minutes. Yeah, it feels like forever sometimes for me. To the point where I wonder, like, I wonder if like the water level of this bowl has risen at least like an inch. Oh for sure. Uh, there's also I always wonder. You know, when you have a really, really
1: long pee, when you when you think like, was that it? Was that the longest pee of my life? Like, oh oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them was. I'm gonna start timing them. You should. You should
0: keep a log you're in your right. notes app. I'll keep extensive journals. <laughs> I feel full. like you gotta keep volume logs, not time logs. No, I think time log, I mean, if you wanna get really scientific, I suppose you're right, but it is more fun for it to be time because that way, when you do reach the optimum uh, and the longest pee you've ever had, you could celebrate. And ideally it's in a public yeah. place, like a like a urinal. Like all of a sudden you finish peeing and but then you just- could- Yeah! I did! You could I'll have a new record broken. You start shaking everyone's hands after you can this is mark all on your
2: um, you can mark on your toilet bowl like the the milliliters.
0: That's true. Oh, you could do that, yeah. Like a
2: rice uh, cooker. And if
1: if you want to get really crazy with it, in addition to your urine log, you can have a log log. That's true. You know what I'm talking about. We got there. Sorry, everybody. Uh, I'm also terrible. Time log this up. log in my log book. <laughs> I'm also really bad at waking up early, so I don't. I don't have a lot of advice here. I've, I've leveled out a little bit and I think that's just about um, instead of going to sleep at two or 3. AM I now go to sleep at somewhere between 11 and one. Usually Uh, Mm. I try to, I try to put in a solid seven solid seven feels good. (laughs) Sometimes that's six, sometimes it's five, but I'd say I've, I've leveled out, but it's a big for me to go to sleep from like midnight to, 7 or 7.30, that's a triumph for me. Because for the longest time in my 20s, I was like, and I still am a a night person, but I really used to feel like the need to capitalize on that and be like, well, I like being up. This is when I feel most, uh, you know, creative and like alert. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I'd I'd be up to like three or four. Um, Mm. And that certainly wasn't healthy. Well, speaking of log logs, don't you drink morning coffee? Yeah, I do. And I didn't... All throughout college, I didn't drink coffee. So it's strange that, I guess, in my post-college life, I I started to get into it more. Yeah,
0: I usually have coffee every morning.
1: Yeah, it's good, you know? Have some coffee.
0: Start (laughs) drinking coffee all the time. What would you even measure in the log log? Would it be like... Did you see, I think
1: i think it was around uh new year's someone on reddit was like i i graphed i graphed all my bowel movements for the year <laughs> they just had i think it was on the data is beautiful
2: subreddit where they i gotta i gotta look at yeah. that because that's wait great. a second what do they log they they're logs did we answer this question by the way i just want to make sure that um gurgle, gurgle yeah bum look bum i don't know good. it's tough to wake up early <laughs> Yeah, yeah. (laughs) we're really beefing it on this one
1: it's tough It's mornings are tough but do you guys ever have that thing where randomly and this I want to say this happens maybe once a year for me Mm. uh, I'll wake up at like 5.30 for some reason maybe you'll sit outside or something and just enjoy the gray of the morning you know when Mm. it's like the world is kind of quiet the sun hasn't even come up but the world is just just starting to it's really magical it's really wonderful Never I also thought, I have the but I dread. I sleep though. through that 90% of the time. 98% of the time.
2: When I'm awake that early, I have the dread that, oh no, I want to be super tired later because I'm up right now. Yeah. That's crazy. That's the first thing you think. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> really sad. I need sleep. I'm a baby. I'm telling you guys, I
0: am a, an adult baby. Could if everybody who's listening to this who has any kind of Photoshop prowess please mm-hmm. turn Steven into a man baby? That, that does it for this question. Feels like we ran out of steam there. Oh, here wait what are you doing are you looking for wait. the
2: log log yeah i found it here oh man oh, i cannot yeah. wait to see this yeah me neither this is gonna be
0: it's actually pretty great. interesting
2: let's see I want longest to see
0: streak love that stat oh i see it's yeah. like a frequency oh, okay. thing
1: yeah this is a person who who gra- who took mm. data about all of their bowel movements for all of 2019 and it's a yeah, it's 12-month yours. calendar each date is color-coded Wow. Either zero, one, or two uh
0: wow. occurrences. I love the uh the red for the two poop days because you really know something went down that day, like maybe some Taco <laughs> Bell or like a a big beefy burrito or something. It's
1: appropriately appropriately red. Um but there's also some concerning like stretches of nothing. Right. That's true. Right. I've uh, I've look at, never look at June third,
0: fourth, and fifth. Have you gone one day without pooping? I don't think I have. Maybe I have. I'm sure have, I yeah. have. Yes, I have. I'm sure I must. I've have gone days. I've, oh, I haven't gone days. That's for
1: sure. I know. Look, it's a funny joke that we always end up talking about poop on here, but this is actually a, a pertinent uh, discussion. I think, and and frankly, it's all Steven's fault. It's
0: Steven's fault. That is true. I'll take the blame for this one. Thank you, Stephen. Interesting. Uh, we should move on, on to the next like
2: question. question. He poops a lot on Thursdays. There must be like a food truck Thursday or something. The Thursday his office? thing. Yeah. Yeah. This person also is uh, not American because they use the comma instead of the decimal point. So interesting. mm, Trying to figure out where they live. They also spell Friday with a Y. We're talking about an overseas dump log.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's actually just really fascinating. If you look at the stats to the right, total amount two hundred and fourteen for the year, which is that's crazy. Point five eight per day, four point one per week, seventeen point eight per month. That feels low.
0: That feels about right. 214, you probably couldn't even fill up like a filing cabinet with that much poop. (laughs) Okay, well, I don't wanna imagine that. Why don't we move to the next
1: question? (laughs) Why would you want to? Is that what you know?
0: The first thing you think of is a filing cabinet full of human shit. Well, here's the thing, like 214 poops, it's like kind of fun to think like, well, that was like, when you think about it, poop is just like your body shedding parts of you to continue on with your life. So like the fact that you could shed
2: a poop statue of yourself eventually is <laughs> kind of okay. fun. Last yeah. question for you about this. If you had the option to buy a toilet that could take a photo and log every poop you do for the next year, would you do it?
0: Yeah, I think I would. <laughs> the fact that we at this point have not gotten a sponsorship offer by tushy is fucking mind blowing is mind blowing and honestly a sin like that's a sin in the universe that should should have happened by now everybody you know what forget the man baby thing everyone put all their power into tweeting tushy to listen to this episode specifically what is because what do they make Toshi makes those. Oh my god, we're doing their ad for them, but they make those bidets that uh, that s- spray your butthole after you're done. Oh, uh, and they're great. My uh, my girlfriend's roommate has one, and they're amazing. Cool. I just did the call out for them. Pay me.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's how that works.
1: Yeah. All right. Also, apologies to Jub Jub or whatever. Her, their gurgle name is. gurgle bum bum. Yeah. Sorry. Thank we you. really we really blew that.
0: <laughs> It, we blew it on the naming in which Steven made you into a half of a witch's recipe. Yeah. <laughs> and we also blew it in the answering. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's go on to this last question here. Let's finish strong. This comes from Patreon. Oh, no. Oh. What, what have you done? Oh. oh. What the hell? That was weird. I'm very worried. God. I thought my tab went to, uh, I thought I closed it by accident, but I just jumped to a different screen somehow. That was strange. This comes from Patreon uh, and it's an anonymous question. So, uh, and this person has been asked to name themselves as Smerdis. Smerdis? Bobby Smerdis? Oh, I think that's a ref. Well, it may be a reference to Ruining History. There's this episode about someone named Smerdis. Smerdis? Smerdis? <laughs> All right. Or it's just a <clears throat> name. All right, Smerdis, here we go. Here's what you do. Hi, I would like to remain anonymous. Y'all can make up a name for me or just refer to me as Smerdis. Oh, I see. If that's the case, I will refer to you as uh, Jeff Goldblum. I'm just going to keep calling you people celebrities. Uh, I want to ask y'all how long after a breakup should I wait until I start dating again? For context, my boyfriend and I broke up five months ago and we had been together for six years. We remained friends after the breakup and still talk to this day. We're both 24 years old, and we didn't have any plans of getting engaged or married. The reason why I'm worried about when I should start dating again is because we're both part of the same friend group. Currently, I still don't feel like dating anyone new, but when I do decide to start dating again, I don't want my friends and my ex thinking I moved on too fast or that I didn't actually love my ex. I'm not really sure how soon is too soon for the majority of people. I'd also feel awkward bringing up the topic of me dating other people with the same group of friends who have already been supportive of me and my ex's relationship. I hope mm-hmm. you all stay safe and healthy. Toodaloo, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious
2: to see. It's fun when you put that little cap on the end. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm curious mm-hmm. to see you guys' answers because this was actually a point of contention for a lot of drama in my college circle. So I'd love to see what you guys' answers Too soon. Stephen, did you... Yeah. We, were, you a, were you a drama hound, Steven? Was well, it's a drama, uh, no, 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 no. But I, you know, we all have our fair share of drama. Mm. I mean, you might've been a drama hound.
0: You did use someone's clothes as a litter box.
2: Yeah, fair. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. I just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did, uh, yep. <laughs> you, you can't, can't just use that as, as the only pen. example for everything that I've done. Uh, we may be able to, actually. Yeah, I think, I so. think can. okay. Was that I, episode uh, one? I, it's episode one
0: and it's episode forever in my heart and my mind. I feel oh, like God. I could walk down the, the main street of any city in the United States and ask 10 people, Have you ever pissed on anybody's clothes? <laughs> <laughs> the answer would be a unified no, I feel like. So, yes, I will hold it over you forever. Anyways. All right. Uh, Fair enough. All right, fine. For For this person here. Um, yeah, this is, uh, this is interesting because, uh, it, for some reason, I always end up with the relationship questions. This one, I just, I guess they appeal to me. I was in a relationship for six years before going through a breakup myself. And it was the same kind of wondering of whether or not I should wait. Now, in my case, that answer got, that question got answered for me because that person was in a relationship before I was. So the the pressure was off me. Um, mm-hmm. and I can say honestly too that when I found out that person had moved on and started dating someone else, I was like, all right, well, whatever. I mean, I'm glad they're happy kind of thing. And that I was surprised by that, but that's actually what happened. Um, though, if I were to police myself, I feel like I'm a lot more brutal on myself. So yeah, it's tough. I, I will say that no matter what, how long you wait, they're probably still gonna talk about it. And that's, I guess the point is you shouldn't concern yourself too much with that. Also, if any drama starts, it's gonna be probably forgotten within a couple months, like Mm -hmm. it's not going to be, it's going to be, when you, Shane has said this before and I, and I think it's a very good way to think about breakups. When you're going through a breakup, it really does feel like you're at the center of the universe and everything is just, you know, like falling apart. When in reality, it's like, no one really, really cares (laughs) that much. It's just like two people like, oh, I guess they're not uh, playing hide the zucchini anymore. So, you know, I think... (laughs) I think uh, that that's all it really amounts to. And in, in the end, no one's going to really remember it too much or even think about it. So I wouldn't stress out too much about it. Um, but if I had to give like a, you know, if I had to give a time limit, it's not based on the actual unit of time. It's based on if you feel like you've completely moved on and you feel like there's no residual effects from the, the relationship or the breakup that you will bring into the new relationship. And if that... Is true, then it's okay. No matter how fast or long that takes,
1: hmm. it's good. I, I've realized I don't—I don't have wisdom to give when it comes to relationship things like this. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I would wait a decade or so. <laughs> <laughs> I was never one to like really actively seek out. Like, if I, if a relationship imploded uh, or things fell through. I was generally like, okay, well, I guess that's over. And I was not plotting out my next move because I was like, well, that, that probably won't happen again for a while. And then I, I would just focus on other things in my life and just uh, keep, keep on moving forward. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it feels cocky to me to be like, well, that yeah. relationship ended. <clears throat> How long until my, my next one starts up? How much time do I have to wait
0: well, some people are get
1: lonely. Some people, look, I, some people are great at this. Some people are really dogged about that and just like, I mean, I, I've known people who are like serial date, not serial daters, but like who were like in relationship anytime they would break up, they'd be in another one within one to four months for their lives. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah, that's crazy to me. <laughs> That's nuts. Was that too soon? Was it too soon for them? It wasn't too soon for them cuz that was I mean it's nuts to me that their lives are so drastically different than mine where mm. uh and just like it it just never made sense to me. But I've also never been one to like casually date people. If I, if I was uh mm-hmm. out of a relationship, I wasn't like, "All right, well, let me go on 10 dates now." Or I I think all, all of the relationships in my life has have pretty much just been like well, this is a person who I've gotten to know, and you know, where, like, the dates always came after knowing them more. It was mm-hmm. never like, let me go on a date and see if I will be in a relationship with this person. Really, yeah. Uh, I I think I in my life, I think it's safe to say I've gone on one date with like a random person, uh, who was very nice, uh, and then we never spoke to each other again. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's crazy. I guess if you're the kind of person who does go on dates, then yeah, I guess your social calendar, you're like, well, I got to start filling this thing up. <laughs> Heading out on the town. <laughs> but uh, yeah,
0: it's foreign to me. It's an entirely foreign concept. Well, also mm-hmm. uh, one thing that is like, uh, comes into this that we didn't really discuss and it's not really addressed in the question is, I'm, I uh, mean, yeah, we, we got to talk about how Corona affects this. Not to yeah. put this this podcast in a time capsule here, but I mean yeah. it's gonna be a while until you could really get out there on the scene with those apps. I mean people are, are dating stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of dating going on vid right chatting, now. Vid chatting, like vid chatting, right? People are meeting. Chatting. People are meeting. Oh interesting.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh man, I'm too cautious for that. That would scare the hell out of me
2: yeah i've even heard people like they'll say like meeting um, people for
0: dates right now absolutely not absolutely not it's happening
1: i saw people i saw people out on my block hugging each other a group of like six people and they were all hugging and they did like you know at the end of a sports (laughs) game when everyone gives like the like good game good game yeah. They were like, it was like everyone made sure that they hugged every other person <laughs> uh, yeah. and I, and none of them were wearing masks. And oh, I no. saw some some guy walk by with a mask and he like gave him a dirty look. And I was like, well, I'm glad someone's out there on the street giving them a dirty look. Because <laughs> it seems like um. L.A. in the past week, people have just been like, well, oh, everything's fine. Uh, whatever. They're opening uh, the Arby's. Yeah.
2: Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would have loved to take that quote from you and, like, send it to somebody two years ago before coronavirus. Like, yeah. you just being disgusted just, by people just hugging on the clip. street. Yeah. Just, I'm like, what is going on in 2020? Here's a clip from Shane Day
0: in 2016 talking about people hugging on his street. Let's play the clip.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Can you believe that guy? Can't be doing it. Um, you cannot be way, doing it. I mean, by the way, I have been... I, I mean, I'm just going to say it right now. I have been seeing people... Um, like, that are not in my, like, that are, that don't live with me. Yeah. But the way that we do it is we test, and then we open our circle slowly. You oh, know, I there's, see. So, there is a delay on the testing, Steve. Yeah, five Oh, days, yeah, five I know, the there's testing. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> we've all been isolated.
0: <laughs> test, open the
2: circle. Okay. And slowly, I'm getting a preview built. of what dad shame is like.
0: Of, Come like, home. when a kid's going out, and he's giving him, like, the gnome. <laughs> Just because someone offers you something at the party does not mean you have to take it. Okay, that's true. I mean, let me be very I mean, clear look, about this.
1: At the end of the day, Stephen, you got to make your own decisions. Oh yeah. my god, dude! But uh, you, don't come, don't come around my apartment. Tell you that.
0: Don't come. <laughs> I'm knocking on my door, buddy. Uh, Edward Furlong grew up.
2: <laughs> anyway, um, back to the back to the question, though. This is very fascinating to me. Uh, because I have been in long relationships before, and I have asked myself how long is too long or how long is not long enough, mm-hmm. and um, i will just I'm all right. I'll I, I'll spill the tea on myself today. Oh. So I dated somebody um, in college. We broke up, and then I believe it was within. Uh, oh, so we did. Okay, I'll give context. We did for one year. We broke up. And then I believe six months later, no, less than that, five months later, I was dating somebody else. And it was a friend of hers. Hmm, And it was totally crucified within within my friend group.
1: Yeah, but a year, if I'm in your friend group, I'm just being like, ah, that's just old slutty Steven. (laughs)
0: Like if if you dated someone for a year, that's not, I I don't know. Also like, I think when you're in a breakup and like there's two people going through the same event, but that doesn't mean that they're gonna handle the trauma of that the same. They're allowed to recover or not recover for however long or however little that takes so to like beat up on somebody, be like, you, I can't right.
2: believe you would move on that quick has always been kind of ridiculous to me. Right. Um, I mean, I mean, yeah, she was definitely hurt and she was more hurt by the fact that it was her friend, right? Because she felt like she lost a friend because I started the other person. Um, so the thing though, like now that I'm 29 years old, nobody cares anymore. And guess what? She ended up marrying one of my best friends <laughs> in college. <laughs> there you go Whoa. so jokes on guess me what? I Here's I don't dunk. know <laughs> <laughs> that was like a Twilight Zone episode
0: um, but I mean I guess there is something to be said about like if you jump in too fast you may hurt the other person's feelings but I mean like how long how long are you supposed to like be beholden to that like you know there's no right. rule book you know exactly, well, exactly. right
2: that's why no I'm saying don't book. judge don't judge I mean obviously
1: people. you know you should be concerned about other people's emotional well-being and stuff, and especially if it's someone you were with for a year, obviously you care about them. But yeah. at a certain point, what are you just not going to live? Your, I mean, you dated for a year. It's been five, six months. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, date her friend. <laughs> I don't know why I oh. so angry about this. College is a mess. That's Thank the you. time to be a, a disaster.
2: I would have loved to send this clip to 2010 Stephen to I feel gotcha. vindicated for my decisions. Because I, well, I mean, six
0: six months is, not, is is decently long. It was it was too, five,
2: it was five months. It was five months. Even as, five is as, still long.
1: As Ryan pointed out, um, that I have previously said, uh, we discussed this just now about like yeah, when you're in it, it feels like the the end of the world. But that also goes through. I feel like that also goes for most of your twenties, like early twenties. You're like, I'm 22 and I haven't met the love of my life. <laughs> like (laughs) you don't worry you're that (laughs) it's fine you're gonna be all right also you feel like i'm i'm practically i'm like i'm an adult i'm not a child anymore my life is over uh every age by the time you turn 30 you'll be like why was i why at age 25 did i think that like my childhood was over like my gr- great youthful years were over. And this is the same philosophy that I took into turning 30. Because I know when I'm 40, I'm going to look back at being 30 years old and be like, what? <laughs> what, am I just going to cry because I'm 30? No. <laughs> I'm 34 now. I'm having the time of my
0: life. Hell so. yeah, man. <laughs> I'm having fun. You uh, know what's great about that is the, the character you were doing. Was like a like a Chad, like a wild Chad from college, yeah. and he grew up to being thirty. And by the time you were impersonating him when he was thirty, his voice sounded normal. Isn't That's that right. That was that was You'll good storytelling. Out. You'll level out there. Yeah. That's my good point is,
1: you're all you're like through twenty nine. I'll say twenty nine. Just live live your life t- uh, as an absolute mess, um, <laughs> and it's fine. Whatever.
0: We still yeah. got some time, Stephen, to make some mistakes here. Yeah,
2: stink it up, bro. Put some stank on that history. I think I'm yours. good. I'm actually good. So, uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you're long. Appreciate the advice. Anyways, yeah, I think just if you if you
0: feel like you're in a good emotional place and you're ready to start dating again, then do it. It's not gonna. Yep. They may there may be some dissenters in your group that are talking smack around your back, but they'll get over it. Uh, Tell and, them know, to grow up. You know, yeah, you could tell them to go kick rocks, whatever. Yeah. Take a long walk down a short pier. You know I yeah. Mean? <laughs> <laughs> Just send them spreadsheets of your log log. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's what I think about that opinion.
2: And, yeah, I and know. we brought it back. <laughs> man, I, I would love to see my spreadsheet poop. Uh, yeah, my poop data from my last 29 years. Oh, man. Wow. wow. I've had colors. some days where I've taken at least five poops, probably. Ryan, Ryan, is it you who who's talked about how
0: you hope that when you die, or maybe someone else was saying this? I said that I when, it, uh, oh, I said it, I. It, there is a part of me that thinks it would be very novel to get scared, the shit literally scared out of me.
1: Oh, no, no, no. I feel like I've, I thought it was you who said this, but I, I've heard other people say this about how when you die, um and maybe who knows about afterlife, but the, the, you essentially have access to all the stats from your life. Like you can mm. be like, how many times, you know, did uh, someone almost murder me? Stuff like that. Oh, that's good.
0: Yeah. I like That'd that. That'd be fun. I, like I heard Keith say You could do like instant once. replays and stuff. Instant replays of all the embarrassing moments that you had in your head and you look back and it's like, what the hell? Well, wasn't that big of a deal at all. Yeah. Well, I'm sure I'd have so many of those. Nothing matters. Uh-huh. What?
1: I caught that what a what a fun <laughs> what a fun episode it's been we again nailed it. thank you for submitting uh, as always if you'd like to submit questions for future episodes send them on over to hwidpod gmail.com or swing by patreon.com/ watcher because we're over there too uh, and we've got these uh, posting as videos over on youtube.com/ watcher podcasts. So if you'd Mm. like to see our mugs, stop on by over there and give that a subscribe.
0: Okay, bye-bye.
1: We'll see you next week, everybody. Bye. I'm going to go pee again. All right. Okay, bye, Steven.